Well, hello, friends. Dr. Missy Clifton here. I am honored to have the first lady of Razorback basketball back on the mic with me today. Hello, Miss Danielle Messelman. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me today. Honey, thank you so much for joining me. So the last time we spoke, I wanted to get to know you better and talk a little bit about your journey to Arkansas. But today, let's talk all things skin, especially skin of color. I love it. I love it. Good. So we got acquainted really early, as we talked about in the last uh, podcast. So what got you into premier dermatology besides us meeting? That's it. (laughs) That is, honestly, that's it. I mean, I knew that I was going to need to find a dermatologist, and it just happened that I met you within the first couple days of moving here. So that made it really easy for me. (laughs) Oh, I'm very thankful that our paths crossed like that. Me too. So good. So tell us a little bit about your personal skincare regimen, things that you've struggled with, things that you're you're doing now to keep your skin looking gorgeous, because it works. Whatever you're doing, you look I, great. Thank you. I have realized that I like I am not a high maintenance person. Like I'm just not a person that can do a million things all the you know all like, the steps. Yeah, I'm just and with, that's with everything with you know hair and nails. I'm just not a person that spends a lot of time doing that. And um, I don't know if that's all moms. It might be. You know, I don't know how much time we have. But so honestly, I have, I've always known that like SPF is the most important thing. So I've been pretty religious about like in the morning, it's it's moisturizer with SPF in it. And Love then it. in the evening, honestly, just like uh, some some sort of serum and some good moisturizer is about all that I've really stuck to. In my mind, I would love to be a person that like got facials once a month and did all of all those the multiple things. steps. Yeah, but I'm just it's just not. Well, you're a very very busy lady, yeah. and I will tell you, I, I do think that the vast majority of us, especially busy moms, we we are not going to do 25 steps. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's something that has always been a big deal is to just make sure that people are doing really the things that they really need to do. And I love it that as a woman of color, SPF is the thing you say, yeah. because it's fascinating to me. I do really believe that there's kind of a, a an idea that people with skin of color don't need SPF. Totally. And it's really a totally false. Uh, you know, you, you can, your skin can burn. Yeah. Just like my skin can burn. Your skin can get skin cancer just like my skin can. Right. Certainly your baseline a little bit more protected, the more melanin or more pig- pigment you have in the skin. Um, but there's just been a few articles that have actually come out in the dermatology literature saying really how, how under-recognized skin cancer can be in patients with skin of color. Yeah. Well, because they think they can't get it. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they think they can't get it. And a lot of people don't think SPF is important if you have darker skin. Um, and, and it really is. And, you know, that's something I really wanted to bring out on the podcast today. I'm glad it just kind of came up like that. Um, that's, that's something that's really, I really want to focus on with my partners and my team. Because skin cancer in people with skin of color presents very differently. Squamous cell, usually in in fairer complected people, it looks like a pink bump. But in, oh, wow. in people with skin of color, it can almost be a black, like warty looking lesion that looks totally different when, from what you think squamous cell would look like. Wow. Um, and same with basal cell. Usually basal cell, which is the most common type of skin cancer, looks like a pink little shiny area on someone with 
pretty fair skin. But if it presented on you, it would look like um, a really darker area that maybe bleeds easily. So it's something that is is really becoming to the forefront now of, of dermatology, is that it's been something we've really overlooked um, as providers and as patients with skin of colors that we just don't look for it. Um, and even the most deadly type of skin cancer, melanoma, happens in skin of color, a lot of times on the hands and feet even. Yeah. Where there's not as much pigment. And so those are things that people don't think about. So thank you for the SPF. (laughs) And thank you for doing that and keep doing that on the daily. um, Because that's super important um, for prevention. It's really the most important thing any of us with any skin color can do on the daily is to wear wear SPF. So since we become acquainted, um, I've seen you a few times at Premier. Yes. Um, You've had a few in-office procedures and... um, a few treatments. What are some of your favorites? What are the things that you can live without and can't live without? Yes. Well, uh, well, I just, I think I saw you most recently and I was getting some Botox. Yes, I said ma'am. I needed to erase the five years that were added to my face uh, <laughs> during March. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot of us, even though yes. we were just watching, we were all so anxious. So, uh, yeah. It's so funny. So, so that is something that I love and it's yeah. something that I've been bad about being like, Religious, yeah, consistent with. And so whenever I was there last, I'm, I'm 45. I'm not like afraid to say I'm 45. And I'm like, make the next appointment right now. Because that's what happens is I will get in, I'll get it, and then I won't make the appointment. And then it'd be like worn off and I still won't get back in. And so that yeah. is, that's like my resolution that I'm like, make that appointment and get in and get that. Because I just get it in my forehead. And for me, like it makes such a difference. Well, you're flawless. And so our goal is to just keep you there. Just We're just going to keep, keep it you there. Just like that. So that I love, I love that. Love the Botox in my forehead. And then um, I really love microneedling. Right. Oh my goodness. It is I so felt addictive. Like it subtracted five years. It really does. Yeah. It was really, I need to get in for that. I just need to find, you know, my, the time. But that's been my favorite um, non invasive. Yeah. yeah. You know, I love microneedling too. And it's it's so great for anybody that has some acne scars or pigment changes. Mm-hmm. That's huge for people of color. Mm-hmm. If you get acne, you tend to get pigment changes, darker areas and patches, sometimes hormonal patches like yes. melasma, very common. Um, microneedling is amazing for those things. Yeah. It really, you know, it's, it's these tiny little pins that, you know, go underneath the skin, break up the, break into the collagen and rebuild collagen. But gosh, it also makes these little channels that makes a lot of the topical medications and things that we're trying to do to rebuild the skin really penetrate well. It's without a doubt, um, one of the most popular things we offer and, and it's a wow. Yeah, and you really do. It's one of the few things that I looked at my, I remember looking at my skin after and I just could not, I was like, oh my goodness. This really works. Yeah, it really works. And that's one of the things that I struggle, I don't have, genetically, I do not have a lot of wrinkles. Like my mom is 70 and I don't even think she has wrinkles. Lucky, lucky girl. Lucky, but I have struggled with um, hormonal acne Mm -hmm. forever. So common. it's so annoying. Right? Like, I mean, when am I going to be old enough right? <laughs> to not have this? Yes. And you're so not alone. Yeah. It's so, so frustrating. And, I, you know, I think a lot of things contribute. It's the hormone changes. It's the stress of life. You know, it's all of those things. Um, so we recently started you on 
a medication that is actually not really even a medication. It's just a really cool supplement. Yes. Um, it's called Acumax. How, how's your skin? Because it I looks flawless. Lo- yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I took spironolactone, which um, right. you know is prescribed a lot of time for hormonal acne, and it really worked. And then I c- was unable to take it anymore, and I was freaking out. Right? <laughs> I was freaking out. I'm like, oh, does this mean I'm you know going to start with the huge... The cystic Bumps. stuff again. Yeah, the yeah. cystic stuff again. And you gave me that. And I, I, you know, honestly, I was like, well, we'll see. Because right. I'm thinking going from a prescription drug to a vitamin, you know, I didn't know how strong I cannot. I'm so happy with it. I'm so happy. Yeah. This company, I'm in love with this company. It's called Advanced Nutrition. They're actually based out of Europe. Um, and over in overseas, basically, they do a lot more regulatory type research type things with vitamins and supplements. So they have to prove what's in them is actually going to work. Yeah. Um, And we don't have that really in the United States. And the thing that I love about the Acumax is they actually have a money back guarantee. Oh, wow. If you don't get the result, this company will will pay you back for it. And so that was huge to me because, I, you know, I don't love to recommend things to people if I don't think it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want you to spend your money on something that your insurance is not going to cover, especially if it's not going to work. So I'm so thankful that that worked for yeah. you. Yes. I have I'm a ton thankful. of patients <laughs> that really love it. Yeah. And I have a lot of people that do that instead of Accutane or they do it after Accutane, you know, to maintain that really bad cystic acne. So is it something can kids take that? Too, or is absolutely, only an adult absolutely, and it, you know, a lot of a lot of our young women come in. They're twelve, thirteen. They're just starting to get acne, and you know, if they're going to be on Accutane, they really need to be on birth control. And you oh, know, a yeah. lot of a lot of young women, especially their moms, don't want these young women to already start birth control that young. Um, so this is a medication that I really love. Um, for that age group. And it is great for skin of color because it's not only a high dose vitamin A, but it has tons of antioxidants. Yeah. So it's going to get rid of a lot of that discoloration that can come mm-hmm. from the acne. Yeah, that's as well my as, main yeah. issue. That's my main issue. Yeah. It's really, really common. So I'm so glad that's working for you. Um, so we were just talking, I have so many things that, um, you know, i I'm so addicted to now. <laughs> um, and you know, we were talking, you know, right before the podcast today, Literally, I've been addicted to Botox since I was 27, um, and pretty much everything I do um, and bring to Premier is something that I've been sitting in a meeting somewhere across the country, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to do that. I want that for myself. So if I want it, I'm going to bring it, and probably everybody else is going to want it too. Exactly. So yeah, I, we're, we'll probably we'll probably find other things as we go, Danielle, that you'll be more addicted to. Just just like I'm going to get am. a pen and a pad we'll, we'll and just, just start writing. We'll it down. just make a list. We'll just make a list. As if you need anything, you look great. But so here's here's something. As a woman with skin of color, what are some of the uh, pieces of advice you've been given? based on your skin and your hair and things over time that are good advice or not great advice? Um, let me think. Good advice. I don't know. You know, I, I would just say, I know I have never, I felt like had, I, I do, I feel like you're knowledgeable about pigmented skin. And I don't right. know if, I mean, I, you know, we've moved so many times. I've been to a lot of dermatologists and that's not necessarily the case right. all the time. Um, I know one thing, whenever we were in Arizona, I had a good dermatologist that was really familiar and I had, um, 
they're almost like moles, you know, and and they, you know, how they just burn them off. Like, yeah, DPN. Yes. Dermatosis papulosa nigra. And that's something I see on a lot of black people that they have those. And I had that she said, you know, we can do this. It's really easy. And I was afraid there was going to be scarring. It was one of the best things I ever did for my skin. Yeah, it's huge. And I mean, unless you're Morgan Freeman, I mean, he's rocking it. (laughs) He's owning those those spots, you know. That's yes, him. That's, that's great. His that's thing. his personality. But other than that, but yeah, I, I don't I don't really want those on my my no. skin. So yeah, yeah, and I, and I I see them on so many like I said on so many black people. Yeah, and it's I'm like, really it's the common. Easiest thing to get taken off, yeah. and it just makes your skin look so much clearer. Yeah. Within about a week, they usually heal up. Yeah, and do I was amazed by that. Okay, well, so good. that was I'm a, glad you brought that. Was that was a positive. Out. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> a good experience. Yeah, and that's an easy treatment. So yeah, there. There are a lot. Um, there are a lot of, of things that are nuances between the different, you know, different cultural skin. Yes, and what you need to know. And it's always been a huge interest of mine. Um, I, I am probably one of the least biased people on the planet. That's what I have always striven to be. I have friends of every color, every walk of life, um, and it drives me crazy when there are biases or there are things that you know we don't know. Um, especially from a perspective of the treatment that I can give my friends and, and my patients. So that's, a, that's been a passion of mine, um, to learn that and to try to stay on top of things. And to be all things skin, yes. all color skin. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we try to do. Okay, so Danielle, let's talk about another couple of things that, that you really like to do for, for maintenance, because clearly it's working. You're so beautiful. Um, your skin looks amazing. I love dermaplaning. We talked about microneedling. Yes. So dermaplaning is so great. Because, I love it. And, and we get older, we get fuzzy. Yes. Why? <laughs> I don't want to be fuzzy. You just feel so smooth afterwards. And oh, it, the so last good. time I had dermaplaning done, I remember um, whoever was giving it to me was like, this is addicting just so that you know. <laughs> Yeah. And then afterwards, I'm like, I understand why it's addicting. Well, it really is. It, yeah. I mean, literally before I go to any big event, literally before I'm ever going to have any photographs or anything made, I have to get the dermaplane. It's it so makes great. such a difference because it just gets rid of all that peach fuzz, makes your makeup yes. go on yes. so well. Yes, so, so the makeup goes on so smooth. So, so and, good. Yeah. So th- another thing that is fairly new at Premiere that I'm completely in love with now is this Janeo Oxygen Facial. I think you had one of those. I did, just recently, within the past two weeks, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I love that too. It is really so, I feel like my skin looks so glowy and so dewy after it. Yes. And so it's basically this, it highly oxygenates your skin. So it just really infuses oxygen and healthy nutrients into the skin, um, as well as just kind of, you know, deep cleaning and and gently cleansing. I love it for people that are even acne prone, people that are wanting to do anti-aging. There's different variants of that of that facial that yeah. you can do based on the, the the skin type or the problem. And it's really even great for people with super sensitive skin. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of our peels and facials, you know, you can't really a use. A little more intense. Yeah, yeah. You can't really use if you're super sensitive or super easily irritated. That Janeo facial, people can use any, any skin type can use How that. How often... For a low-maintenance person like me, would you recommend someone get in for that? So, you know, I kind of think it depends on your skin. And, you know, if your skin is really super dry and, you know, really has a lot of sun damage and you really need to, you know, reverse damage, then you need to schedule a series of facials and do at least 
three in, three in a row, probably a series of, even, same with microneedling. If you're really trying to get rid of deeper damage, you really need to do three in a row and then maybe every quarter, you know, do a little touch up. Personally, I am extremely low maintenance, as, as are you, and I don't have any time to be the patient, sadly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, people think that I get all this stuff done and I have all this time to treat myself, but literally it's like the cobbler's kid. <laughs> I, you know, I'm like, okay, guys, seriously, I have to have my Botox now. Right. Somebody has to put this in my face or I'm going to go shoot myself up, which right. I have been known to do. Um, so, you know, habits are habits, but you got you to gotta maintain. Um, so I would say that most of my patients who are kind of on a maintenance regimen come in every three or four months, kind oh, of like okay. the Botox. I could do that. Yeah. Yes, you know? I could do that. I can stick to that. Yeah. And I have a lot of my patients that'll come in and they'll have a facial and then we'll do their Botox. Because you can do it all at once. Yeah. So for a busy girl like you, we kill two birds with one stone. So we just plan ahead, and that's an easy thing to do. I like that. I like a plan. I like a plan. So, Danielle, thank you again so much for being with me. It's so fun to get to hang out with you. Thanks Um, for having me. This has been great. So any questions that you think um, friends, family members, people with skin of color might want us to address anything that we didn't cover today? I don't think so. I mean, I, I feel like the biggest problem that m- most people that I know is, you know, the discoloration or right. the scarring, um, you know, because our our skin, it like heals, it like overheals. You know what I mean? So right. that's great. You might heal quickly, but you are going to get deeper scarring and, and um, different issues like that than... Fair-skinned people. That's very true. People uh, with skin of color are much more predisposed to keloids and hypertrophic scarring and and scars that pigment or turn dark or brown. Um, And so there's so many things that we can do. There's lots of, you know, we can do injectable treatments to flatten out scars. Um, Like we talked about, microneedling is amazing um, for true acne scars. And then, you know, a lot of these facials and things and topical treatments, there's even, you know, prescription strength topicals to lighten the skin. Um, if, you know, the over the counter and, you know, day to day stuff is not really cutting it. So I think that's very important to bring up that there are so many options, um, for those issues that are very common in, that's in good skin to and know. color. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> well, thank you again for being here and listeners. Thank you so much for joining Danielle and I, and we, um, are honored that you opened up about your skincare and your regimen. Thank you for being here. For anyone who has questions about skin of color or skin of any color for that matter, we want to hear them. So we plan to host a Q&A episode very soon, and we can't wait to answer all of your questions. So please email us your questions at allthingsskin at premierderm.net. And thank you all for joining us, and we hope you join us next time on All Things Skin. All Things Skin.